0: i put my damn thing down here like i didn't need to look at it let's talk about authenticity i'm Ideas. here for it let me well when you hear the word authenticity well first of all i need you to tell me when this happens <laughs>
1: I think we're it's like around. an otter tale
0: like a fucking <laughs>
1: anyone around, I think we're around. <laughs> Hey, also if you hear fucking noise, came home from self Soccer game and Jeff was like, oh, I'm just gonna be up on the roof for a little bit and cut down some of these branches. And I was like, you didn't think to start with that when I was gone for an hour and a half. He was like, Tyson just reminded me about that. I had his ladder, so
0: that's the way I was like, I'm already
1: irritable. I think oh. it just
0: kind of floors me a little bit. Do you want to?
1: cast out today is that
0: because that's we're where work we're, we're getting heading buddy we are close we are so close
1: you are fine yeah i think we're alone now all right authenticity
0: here we go what episode are we on 34 yes oh save for the bell <laughs> 34
1: because I was thinking if we started with the holidays, I was like, well.
0: Oh, can fair. We, can we say that episode? But fair point, because, because there's also stuff. going to be another episode before that, too. Our park So yes. since we're starting with authenticity, Jesus. Mm, it's been a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ma'am. That's all happens. I can say. <laughs> it's been a week. So when I think of authenticity... I think that there are so many different ways that we could take this. I think about showing up for yourself, I think about being true to your emotions, um especially in the moment when you are going through something or when like a situation presents itself, I think being yourself in um like situations where you feel like maybe you want to be goofy. You want to be sillier, or say, you want to do something, but something stops you or holds you back. Right. Showing up as your authentic self of like, I could give a fuck what these people think about me. I'm going to do it because I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of the areas where my brain goes, where does your brain go?
0: Very similar <laughs> to where yours was. I also feel that it has a lot to do with choosing to do things Because it means something to you, not because somebody else did it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, not because somebody else did it and it looks cool, but like you genuinely enjoy that or like you genuinely like that sort of thing. Does that make sense? And also, like you were saying, choosing to do you or be you in whatever way that means, like, no matter what, Mm -hmm. right? Because people are always going to judge you. So it doesn't matter. Like, do what you want to do because they're going to have something to say regardless. So I think for a long time, more so when I was a kid, I feel like, no, probably even into my twenties, there was a lot of things that I wouldn't, um, engage in or talk about because like, I knew there was going to be judgment. And I was like, I just don't feel like hearing about it. So I'm just going to like, keep it to myself, whether it was something I liked or wanted to do, or was interested in, I wasn't here for like somebody being like, well, that's dumb. Like, why would you like that? That's so (laughs) weird. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as I've gotten older, I've just been like, yeah, no, I don't care what anybody has to say. So it doesn't actually matter. I think with clients, I have a lot of clients who literally have told me, I don't even know what I like. I don't even know who I am. Right. Yeah. And to try to teach somebody that I personally feel like that can be hard. Yeah. Cause I'm not inside your head. So I don't actually know the things that you enjoy. I don't know what fulfills you. I don't know what lights you up. I don't know what like gets you feeling saucy, right? Like you mm-hmm. are the only one that knows that, but I think people tend to panic and they're like, that's too much work. I don't even know how I figured that out. I wouldn't even know the first place to start, but if you don't, who's going to do it for you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: i I've gotten a lot. I'm trying to be more intentional with what I say instead of saying like, I think, or kind of, or um. So if there are pauses that I am attempting to stop myself from being like, I think. Like, we know, bitch, it's your podcast with your best friend. Like, we know it's what you think. Like, you're recording your thoughts. Like, yes. So I've had a lot of clients discuss that with me, have come to therapy looking for themselves and wanting um, direction or um, just a conversation about like, how do I go about finding myself? Right. And so I have the conversation with them. If I can tell you how I did it, Mm -hmm. I can express the way that I went about doing it and like how it felt for me and like what I needed And you can try that, but ultimately you have to figure out what works for you. And that, that only comes with being able to continuously try new things. So like put yourself out there out of your comfort zone to try this new thing, to, to have this hard conversation, to do this, like to do all of these different avenues and then reflect on the experience that you had and whether it was beneficial or not like that, that to me was like. The epitome of what helped me come to realize who I am, who I want to be, the steps that need to be taken to get there, and then future from that. Like, so, like, okay, here's who I want to be. But then once I reach that, because I know that I will, once I reach that, then what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Do you know what, like a five year mm-hmm. trajectory, a 10 year trajectory
0: because there's always going to be an evolution, right? Like you're yeah. always going to they're, want to keep growing. There are saying that I, I need to be an evolution. Yes. 1 million percent. One thing that I give people who are struggling with this kind of stuff, or if they're struggling with like learning how to cope with things, right. is like the <laughs> list of pleasurable activities. Yeah. And again, it seems like common sense. You read this piece of paper and you're like, well, duh, of course everybody loves that, but it's not right. No. I think as we get older, now I'm going to be self conscious because I say I think all the time because it's a habit. So
1: don't be self conscious. It's not being self conscious. Let's frame it instead of I'm going to be self conscious. Frame it in. I'm going to be more mindful. I'm going to catch it. It's a habit. I That's know, like but the,
0: hey, that comes out of my
1: mouth. Habits can be broken, Stephanie Carol. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Habits can be broken. The list of pleasurable activities <laughs> has everything under the sun on it that you can think of. Right? It's yeah. just to give people an idea of maybe you like hiking and you have no idea. Maybe you like listening to jazz music and you don't know. Right. But like you said, (laughs) it is trial and error. Right. You You have to to continuously try try things. And here's the thing. It might be a day like today where you wake up and you're in a shit fucking mood and nothing from that list is going to make you feel good. That doesn't mean that tomorrow it can't. Exactly. I know. People get caught up on that. Like, well, I tried. it, It didn't work. How many times did you try it? Well, I tried it this one day when I was already pissed off. Okay. Well, do you think it's it a fair shot. Shot?
1: You think right. you're giving it a fair shot? Right. What's going on? I definitely noticed like today I, I woke up, I went and cheered my friends on, I did my workout. It was a great workout. Took my shower got, and I am just, I'm irritable. I'm irritable for reasons that I am like, as I think about it more and more through the day, I'm like, "Mm, I'm pretty sure this is where I could pinpoint it. But like, as it's coming up before, even really trying now, it's what 4 PM. And I'm now like pinpointing where it's coming up, but like throughout the day of like, I'm fucking irritable. Here's the thing. I have, I have two roads. I can continuously say that, well, okay, I worked out today and I tried to eat healthy this morning and I did this and those didn't work for me. So I'm not going to try them anymore. Or I can understand that the mood in which I am in and the lens in which I am viewing things definitely hindered um, maybe my, my thought process to this point now. So I didn't give those moments a fair shake, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like, that's how I frame it in my mind of like, I think that five to 10 times, realistically, I know that's a pretty big like variety, but five to 10 times of trying something to really realistically see if it's something that works for you or not. Because there are so many variables at play that could um, contribute to maybe a negative experience that I don't think it's really fair for you to just base it off of one try. Like mm-hmm. when people tell me they tried a breathing exercise, I'm like, have you? How many times? When? Well, it doesn't work well yeah it's not gonna work when you the only time you try it is when you're stressed the fuck out like that's mm-hmm. not how this works you have to teach your body how to regulate your breathing you have to teach that um that like it's like a muscle memory you have to teach yep. that
0: also if you're going into it saying this isn't going to work that's, That's not very, helpful.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're framing it, then it's not going to work. Yes. And then Convincing your that brain that this is pointless. Yes. You are like, you, I, I would love for people to understand how powerful your brain is. And I think mm-hmm. that people who have had an experience with mental health can somewhat relate to that statement of that. Yes, I understand how powerful my brain is, but your brain is a powerful, powerful organ and it is working. and it can make you believe things that aren't real or that um, are not there or aren't necessarily truthful. And so to just take what it says at value, because we are in our head and preoccupied by, you know, negative thoughts like that is, it's not fair.
0: Mm -hmm. What has been something in your life? And maybe you have this, maybe you don't, that perhaps you struggled with owning as a part of you Due to fear from other people,
1: mm, it's a good question. Does it make sense? Yes. okay, so I felt like I was talking in a circle. I, part of me that I have struggled with because of fear of judgment from other people. I don't really feel like there's one specific thing, and I've
0: that feels like a cop-out answer. But if there's not, then there's not. That's why I wasn't sure if the question even made sense because I was like, well, I don't really know if she Because I feel like I would know. It because does I feel make- like it would have emerged during our friendship. You know what I'm You're
1: saying? And we would have <laughs> <laughs> chatted about that. Um, looking at maybe different interactions from different points of my life. I don't think that there was one big thing that I was like, oh, I'm not being myself. I'm not being true to me, but more so like um, little interactions or moments with friends. If I maybe deemed myself inferior to that friend Mm -hmm. and I would want to say or do or support things that they viewed as cool okay acceptable insert whatever word that you mm-hmm. want to and possibly putting my thoughts or wants or needs on the back burner because i wanted to please them sure does that make sense mm-hmm. so i don't think that it was one like big thing i think it was found in little um
0: like little moments with friends it could be something even as like small as like your music preference right where yeah. you hide like what you like as music because you're like well they don't like it so that's like embarrassing
1: I yeah and I think when I was younger it was probably hiding Harry Potter like hiding sure. the fact that I like loved Harry Potter or like that I loved to play with Barbies I loved to play with them I think I was like 12 and still like me and my cousin would like whatever and I would help my grandma like my grandma god rest her soul I love her I miss her so much we would, and my mom just brought it up. It makes me so sad. Like now my mom is going to start teaching. So like how to sew, cause they're going to make doll blankets. Mm-hmm. And- for toys for tots but me and my grandma my grandma would go to like goodwill salvation army wherever she would get a bunch of barbies and like random bags of clothes and whatever and we would dress the barbies well i, I my grandma would just be there <laughs> and like she would like help me like assist me but like i loved it i would do their hair i would dress mm-hmm. i would dress them i would give them outfits and like we would send them down in shoe boxes to the Appalach apple
0: so it's pronounced different depending on where you live
1: Yes. So Appalachian or Appalachia, what yeah. like whatever. Those mountains in Tennessee. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I think they're in
1: Tennessee. They're in Tennessee. That's right? yeah, somewhere down there. I'm pretty positive there in Tennessee because there was mission trips um in senior year of high school that people went on and they went to them so i think it's but like um also uh i was on like spooky TikTok and they said that those fucking woods are haunted and, shit, oh, and are you kidding of course they are Skinwalkers <laughs> in there and people die in there like stephanie i was like <laughs> 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 i literally threw my phone i was like uh, oh yeah mm, uh, like i'm uh, oh my god i'm not gonna <laughs> be able to sleep anyway so <laughs> to, to bring it back around <laughs> so i would help my grandma dress them we would send them down for toys for tots for um the impoverished areas down there so i think that i definitely that was a moment where i i said i think and so that's all that's playing in my head right now because i said i'm like you said it you said it that was definitely an area where i was like oh i'm not gonna tell anybody about that mm-hmm. um Other than that, the only moments I can really call to memory are like like little conversations where I don't have like specifics, but definitely where I swallowed like who I was or what mm-hmm. I wanted or my thoughts or feelings just to make other people comfortable because I wanted to make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. I also feel like that's a very Gemini thing though, of like being a chameleon to fit in everywhere.
0: Sure, to not rock the boat. Does that make sense?: Yeah. I even think about things such like, such as what Ew. <laughs> Ew. people's belief systems, right? That could be a very yes. touchy subject. Yes. And that could be a subject that is very touchy for your family. so if you go against it, that's going to cause problems. It's going to make waves. Yeah. And it's always been very interesting to me in my family, because like, dude, if I told you like my whole family history on both sides, you'd be like, what? That's all well, positive. So the the shit that you have told me i'm like <laughs> you're like that's why you're so weird because you're fucking huh? family bro no, like I, no
1: part of me was like that's why you're weird i'm like he'll family had trauma
0: oh yeah for sure i'm like for let sure. me dig in that for a little bit <laughs> that and just different belief systems right whether it's because right. like the italian side like whether it's because of their like superstitions or whatever but yeah, like when you yes. really narrow it down i want to be like y'all are into witchcraft and you don't even know and you want to act like it's jesus and that's fine if that's what you want to believe, but yes. it's not right. I remember my mom tried to force me to go to church when I was younger. Oof. We're not even a religious family. I know. Why? Where are you going? I went to Catholic school for three years. I really think what? it was because like, we're Italian. I'm going to send her to Catholics. Yes, bitch. Kindergarten, first and second grade, I went to Catholic school. It off, and they had to I, stop
1: you because you started getting welts and boils.
0: I started burning up when I walked into the building every day, and there was a holy fucking of spirit was like this <laughs> fucking demon. I walk into the fucking church for mass, there's fucking flames like this is Jezebel. Yes, so I went to Catholic school when I was a kid, and it was too expensive, which is why I think they took yeah. me out. I'm thankful they took me out, but. As I got older, my brother probably was like, I don't know, two or three. Mom's like, we're gonna start going to church. And I was like, no, I'm not. She was like, yes, you, you are. are. And I was like, you're not forcing me to go to church. And when I uttered the words, it's like a cult to me. She was so <laughs> disappointed. I was like, mom, we stand up, we kneel, we sing, we do everything that they say that we're supposed to do. We're following a leader. I don't like it. That's like a kid me, and was I just being like rebellious maybe? But I truly feel like I felt that,
1: and yes. that wasn't for me.
0: I am not knocking anybody who is religious. You believe what you no. want to believe. That is fine. Yes. That's just not my belief system. Right. My mom. Again, she's not super religious, but that really bothered her. And then when I got pregnant with Bug, then the question of like, "Well, are you going to baptize him?" And I said, "No." What? I'm like, <coughs> "Why would I?" I don't believe in that. So why would I do that? Right. Mm -hmm. But for a long time, I didn't live authentically to to my beliefs because of fear of judgment from family. Yeah. Until I got to the point where I was like, yep, I don't care anymore. Like I'm gonna do me. Um, So, you know, I'm a witch. Bye. (laughs) Like, I just,
1: I don't care anymore.
0: Burn in hell. Bye. (laughs) I just, and nobody asks me about it, and that's fine. They don't have to, and they don't have to understand it. It's not their life, right? I will say, I will this is it's um
1: I connect it in my brain. I don't know if other people will, but like I think of it like when so my dad is one of 12, um, and I am one of 45, I think, and self is one of 50 plus and growing, and there is one great 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 grandchild already born there is I cannot even think of her name and I know my aunt Janice who is the great grandma to that little girl listens to this and I feel like a straight up asshole for not knowing. And it's not, it's not a thousand it's, of you it's it's not even gonna come it's to me. kind of hard. Uh, and that poor little baby oh she had COVID.
0: Oh my God. A trooper. Yeah,
1: trooper made it beautiful. God, she's gorgeous. She was freaking beautiful. Anyways, not, that's not what it's about, but so obviously there is a plethora of us. Mm-hmm. And so I don't go to family functions. I've just stopped. Um, and I stopped long before COVID happened. Um, and I think that before I used to go because, um, my, I, 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 my dad does not verbalize emotions. So in my mind, I have derived like, okay, well, he wants us to be there. He wants us to show up. He wants us to not like save face, but like present for his side of his like part of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think deep down. Deep down, dad's proud of us. I know he doesn't say it much, but deep down, I know he is because I think it also brought him great joy. When my papa was alive, my papa would always, like, when we made honor roll or when we um, got in the paper or anything like that, like, my papa would bring it up to my dad, and my dad would be like, You know, papa mentioned this, and I'd be like, Oh, did he? Do you fucking love me? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you mention it? Did you fucking did you fucking proud of me it? yet? <laughs> Are you proud of me? <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> It's weird. Papa's told me he's proud of me. <laughs> like, um, um, so, so I just don't go because it's it's over fucking whelming. And so I know that that can be. I would go all the time, right? I would I would attempt to show up. I would be there for my dad. However, starting to really come into my own and understand myself, it is so. It is over. Fucking whelming. it is overstimulating no part of me gets anxious no part of me is like oh I can't handle much. it it is just I am overstimulated I I feel like like again like there is a haunt, uh, a horn honking the dryer's on somebody's talking like to me music's going there's a light <laughs> I, I am like oh I gotta get out I gotta get out I gotta get out like, it's too much like it's like I start to like itch I'm like oh my god stop talking to me <laughs> Like it's just it's entirely too much and then because half of my dad is just heavily sarcastic so then you're met with sarcasm too and I'm like I don't have the fucking wherewithal to battle back and yeah. like I'm just gonna say some rude shit and it's not yep. gonna be nice right I'm just gonna hurt your feelings <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, it's not you're gonna you're gonna be upset <laughs> like and the I think the frustrating thing that could show up is it could look like well, Mari doesn't care about the family. Uh-huh. Mari not showing up. Mara's not just being selfish. Yeah. just being selfish. selfish. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not coming to these events. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I, if I only went to my fucking family's events, I would have a full calendar year <laughs> planned before the fucking year even started. The whole fucking year would be planned. So here's the thing. I'm not going to be able to come to everyone. I'm not, I'm not. And I don't expect you to come to every calendar event I have. Here's the thing. I also don't have birthday parties for my kid. So there's a reason you're not catching invites from me because yes. I don't have them. Like, right. I just don't. It's unnecessary. She, she is a loved, loved child. Mm-hmm. She does not need three MF and birthday parties a damn year. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. She's gonna get to to middle school, and her head is gonna be so damn big. She won't. She's gonna be like, "Excuse me, like, what do I do with all this?" <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna be like, "This ass, who raised her? Who raised her?" So it's it's when I decided to stop going, I really had to look at what that cognitive error that showed up for me of like, well, people are going to think this, they're going to think this. So this mind reading, this fortune telling, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter what they think. It does not matter. What matters is that I am doing what is needed and necessary and healthy for myself. And if somebody, if a grown fucking adult has a question about what I as another grown fucking adult am doing in my life, You can ask me and I'll have that conversation with you until then. We're not going to talk about it because you're not coming to me and talking about it. And here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know and, or give a shit if you think some other type of way about it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I care about what my grandma thinks. Care about what grandma thinks and grandma thinks only. And grandma knows that I love the shit out of her, that tiny little woman who raised 12 children and started this whole takeover. We're coming for you. Coming to a city near you.
0: <laughs> Live from Saturday
1: night. <laughs> All of us. It'd be the worst Saturday night show ever. Oh my God. Just sarcasm. Everyone would be like, this is so dry. I'm not even sure if this is a joke anymore. Is this real or no? <laughs> dry sense of humor and self deprecation. We are on SNL. That is us. That is the Hoaglands.
0: <laughs> I think back to when I was younger, too, and as far as appearances go. Right, yeah, yes, and yes, I would do things to my appearance that were trendy, right? So I'm thinking about like when I dyed my hair when I was younger, yeah. I was never meant to be a blonde, oh <laughs> nope, I was never fully blonde, right? Like, I had the chunky, yes. fucking blonde highlights, and I was like blonde, yeah. black, and brown, like Kelly Clarkson at one point, like <laughs> yes. two thousand three era right yes. at the end of the day, I think I was terrified to. Look how I look now? Yeah. Because of what my parents would think. Yeah. Right? So I didn't live authentically as me because my parents are going to be disappointed. The first yeah. time I dyed my hair black, my mom's like, "I don't like it." I said, "Well, that's fine. It's not your hair." Right? She was like, yeah. "I'm just not used to seeing you with such dark hair." Like, my hair's dark brown anyways. I know black is much different, but it's not like I was fucking strawberry blonde to begin with and I went to black. Right? Like that would right. be drastic. Just just a fair-skinned girl. Right, right, right. Me. Me. Right. <laughs> Same thing with tattoos. I started getting tattoos yeah. when I was 18. I got very small tattoos. because My parents were not fans. And so I was getting them to hide them. Yeah. Um, even when I moved out, I would hide them because I'm like, they're going to be so mad at me. And then it just got to the point where I was like, yeah, guess what? I don't care anymore. So they're just going to have to accept it because they're not going anywhere. So, and now yeah. my mom's like, oh my God, look at my daughter and her tattoos. I'm like, oh, now you want to show me off. Now yeah. it's okay. Now oh. it's okay. Oh, okay. Let's see. <laughs> Yesterday when I went to CJ's show, my cousin who... She's like 14 years older than me. So she's like, like CJ calls her aunt and she's my cousin, right? Yeah. It's like that kind yes. of thing. She goes, I heard you guys got tattoos. So I showed her my hand. I could see it in her face. She hated it. Hair. Okay. Fix your oh. hair. I could see it in her face that she hated it. She goes, <laughs> so pretty. And I wanted to be like, you don't have to be, if you hate it, that's okay. I like it. That's all. Yeah. That you matters. don't have to like
1: it. It's okay. It so- it's on me. It's on me, not you.
0: Sorry. I was like, I wish I could record your fucking face right now because like I, I li- see that you don't
1: like it. I see, and so here's here's the thing of like when you really step into that authenticity, part of me is like, now I start calling attention to that of like, but do you think it's pretty? Because your face is saying otherwise. Like you don't have to like it. It's okay. Yes. You can just say what you want to say. You're
0: not gonna offend me.
1: I right? don't. I care. could give a fuck if you like anything about me. I love you. Your family. Hey. Hey, more power to us, but I could give a fuck if you like me. Yes. And not in a so sassy, funny. not no, and that that is the that is what I hope um people understand from this conversation. That it this when you step into authenticity and you really start to look at living for you and for your true authentic self, it is not, and it, sh- it should never look like this. Projection of anger or mm-hmm. um, defensiveness or distrust You're doing of people. This of
0: spite. You're doing it right. It right. I'm
1: not like fuck you. I don't care if you don't like me. I like me. But like, yeah. it's more so of just like you are allowed to have your opinions, and that's okay. And I have my opinions, and we can coexist peacefully. That's that. That is what I am here for. Yep. I I am not going to argue with you or waste my time on that because that is not productive to me. Mm-hmm. But I also see and understand the value that you are your own human being and you mm-hmm. have thoughts and feelings too yep not even to say does that make sense because i know it fucking does i know that yes. you know that because you're like yes bitch yes it yeah,
0: absolutely makes sense 100 percent. my hope is that everybody can get to a point where they feel confident and comfortable and fucking amazing and who they are and if they struggle to do so that they do the work to get there it's not easy Just like anything else we talk about. It's not fucking easy. It takes work. It takes effort, but the payoff is amazing. And that's what you're here. Like, that's what you're here for is to get to that point where you can be like, fuck yeah, I love me. And that's all that matters.
1: A great place to start. If you are looking to start to identify, um, authentic areas of your life where you can show up would be identify what kind of music you like listen Mm -hmm. to that music, listen to the lyrics, what fits with you. Identify. uh, Pinterest was huge for me when I was really trying to figure out who I wanted to be, Mm. right? Of like where, how I wanted to step into my power, how I wanted to be myself, because it had a lot of memes and quotes that were validating. So it wasn't that.
0: Was it quotes? Okay. It was
1: motivational quotes, inspirational quotes, sad quotes, quotes about divorce, like all, all types of things, because words speak to me. Absolutely. Like lyrics, words, quotes, motivational speeches, those things really fucking get me. So when I I was like, okay, here are some qualities that I want to emulate and that I want to be like, and then how do I go about and get those qualities? Here are some goals and um, achievements that I want to um, surpass by this time. Like how do I start building those blocks to get there? Right. So Pinterest was huge for me because it was like, okay, I'm going to start kind of like building this um, dream um, house board. I'm going to start building this tattoo board because like, like you, my parents were like, you can't get tattoos." tattoo. Yeah. Blah, blah, the devil. Um, and my dad was like, you have to be out of college. I'm not fucking paying for your college. If you're in college, I'm not fucking paying for it. So blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And Hey, I realistically feel like that saved me because I wanted some stupid ass tattoos in the beginning. Dumb I'm as sad. fuck. Dumb. So I'm glad that I had that fear of um, Richard H in my life of like, mm, Right. Dad's gonna be upset. So I don't wanna displease dad. But then like at twenty-four, I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna do what I want. And even to this point, like sometimes I like Jeff's like, well, You don't need any more tattoos, Mari. You don't need any more piercing hey. And now now we're having this conversation. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking go pierce my nose again. Like, yeah. The fuck? I'm gonna do I what I want. Tell to you do that in the
0: I was like, fuck that, I, do
1: I, it. I should literally shut up.
0: You should fucking,
1: have shut up. He's so he doesn't pay attention to anything. He's so <laughs> oblivious. I, I took, I have, um, that, like that it's like a, um, s- like a swizzle earring. Yeah. So like it swizzles in and like, it's like a corkscrew, right? So I say swizzle, what the fuck? It like corkscrews in, I put one in my nose and he was like, nothing, didn't even notice. And I was like,
0: so it wouldn't even matter. I was like, just don't even no. tell him that you're doing it. You come home with it. He wouldn't even know.
1: I was like, you know how nice I am. He was like, "Why are you doing that with your face?" And I was like, "You don't see anything? Oh. <laughs> nothing." So yeah, I'm gonna go do it. I think the biggest thing that would no- be noticed is that it's not a ring. It wouldn't be a ring anymore. It'd be two studs.
0: Is that how you pierce studs?
1: Well, while it's healing,
0: I pierce it with a hoop.
1: If it can be a hoop, then I want a hoop. But I no. don't like the I don't like the the ball. Is it the hoop with the
0: ball? Though you can hide the ball. Yeah. Not so just fucking like taking taking my note.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go get that done. Who knows when? Oh my gosh. Now I have to, cause this episode is going to come on. They're like, bitch, you don't have your fucking nose pierced. You're not living authentically. <laughs> I love when the podcast holds me accountable. Um, So Pinterest was huge for me. Right. So tattoo board, quote board, all these different things of like what I wanted my house to look like, what I wanted to, the remodel to look like, what I, all these things, because this is what I, um, wanted to be this is who I wanted to step into this power of um somebody who is really living as their authentic self mm-hmm. and I tried everything I tried pole classes I tried Lyra classes I mm-hmm. tried aerial acrobatic um shit I tried like silks. I tried yes silk's classes I tried aerial yoga I I mean we did rock climbing I tried Everything. Played on a volleyball team, and now that I fucking love that. Like, I put myself fucking out there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I you did things first. alone. Yes, I did things alone. I went and ate alone. I tried, like, I went different places alone. Did did a bunch of hikes. Like, got out in nature. Really, really stepped into like the things that I loved as a child. Um, Which I loved poetry as a child. I love music. I've always loved music. Um, I love coloring, drawing, painting, like, I love those things when I when there's no expectations on it, right? Because yes. then if there's expectations on it, then I'm like, this isn't good enough. Yep. Um, so that is where I urge you to start, I urge you to take a, a um, legal pad, sit down really start writing out what you or who you want to be in five years and be specific with it. What does that person look like? What does that person drive? What do they wear? What do they, what do they eat? How do they behave? What do they drink? Who are their friends? Who do they hang around with? What do they say in certain situations? Like that to me is then how you start building that person and then finding those different outlets to help start to support you to be that way. Yep. Make sense? Absolutely. I don't feel like I miss Debbie Downer anymore good I don't feel like Susie smiles but <laughs> I feel uh mediocre Melinda <laughs> I feel medi- mediocre I feel like Melinda mellow
0: Mallory right now
1: <laughs> I am mellow Mallory a, and also something to be something to be said about yes yes some things to be said about Diet Coke because Diet Coke is from the heavens.
0: Did you get so it from McDonald's or from your house? I
1: love a good, de- no, Jeff gets the little cans the little and he goes ones. grocery shopping because
0: I can't, I can't be trusted with the 12 pack.
1: <laughs> It'll be gone in 12 days. I will not allow <laughs> myself to have two a day. But I will definitely have one Diet Coke birthday if it is in the house. But if they're the little cans and it's a six pack, I'm like, I have to make this last a so nice space them out.
0: <laughs> good for you
1: I love Diet coke so much <laughs> anyways I am very hopeful that this gave people a starting point to be able to start to identify the person that they want to be like and or continue on the journey that they are already on if you have questions, concerns, or comments, please email us at rewritingherstory at gmail.com.
0: Um, Rewriting
1: we would her love podcast at gmail.com. at gmail.com. We would love to help you and or answer any questions you may mm-hmm. have. Um, any concerns, complaints, comments, message us. I am at BEA underscore XO11. Stephanie is at SpookyFitMom13. We are at Rewriting Her Story Podcast on YouTube and Instagram. hmm and yeah, this feels good. Good. I'm glad. So if y'all need anything, we're here. Other than that, we will
0: catch you in the next episode. Yes, ma'am. Okay, bye. Bye.